Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to the Spark Podcast. Uh, this is Nando Rodriguez. And Celinda Appleby. And today is July 29th. It is Friday. We're so happy. And Celinda just told me that it is national. What day Chicken is it? wing day. <laughs> Get your hot sauce out. Get your hot sauce. <laughs> Get your hot sauce out of your bags. And just start celebrating with some chicken wings, even though it's 10 a.m. Friday here at uh, in New York City. Um, but now all I want great... is a chicken wing. We had some last okay. night. They they weren't that good, so it's like, nah. All right, so update. Um, some of you have been asking us about, you know, where else besides Blog Talk can you find us? And we're definitely on iTunes. We have subscribers already. Just look up um, either Nandaism because it's under it's under the brand Nandaism, or just look up the Spark, and you should you should find us immediately. Um, and subscribe to us. Leave us leave us a, a review on how you think the podcast is going. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's get right into the headlines. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Busy week this okay. week. Okay. It's been so busy. The DNC has obviously uh, monopolized, you know, the, the, the news cycle, and um, with good reason, too. You know, they had, like, some major star quality power behind them. And first, I just wanted to talk about or address the whole, you know, Bernie Sanders supporters being told, you know, take it down a notch or being ridiculous and, and all of that. Um, what's your take? Like, obviously, you saw the Sarah Silverman. Yeah, and, you know, and, and Sarah was – is was a huge supporter of Bernie. Yeah. So I felt like coming from her was a much better play than coming from someone else. Um, it obviously was kind of like, you know, homecoming dance with the king and queen that didn't make it, you know, and his and her friends were upset. And it was very, you know, there's 40, was it 46% of Bernie fans sitting there upset. So I get it was very emotional, but it was also a little disrespectful to the speakers on stage um, with all the heckling going on. So I commend her for going there. Yeah, and I so I have to admit that I was one of those sore losers, right? And so everybody kept throwing it in my face, whether it was on Facebook or on Twitter, like, let it go, let it go. And I was just like, I won't let it go, you know? But then, you know, as I started really listening to, like, what what they had to say of – you know, I get it if you don't agree with every – and you're not going to agree with everything that any any one party or politician is going to say but or, or, or claim to do in, in their run. But what is the alternative? And so it really oh. sunk in in this article that I read, right, that somebody – Somebody had pointed out, like, really, you're you're that upset that your candidate wasn't chosen, that you're going to vote for the other person, and this is flat out what they said. Then you really, you truly don't love this country because you you don't do that. Like, no, I get it that they didn't win, but now you're going to put the country like at danger and despair and all of this, and it really sunk in. And I'm like, okay, I'm with her. Yeah, there's points to the Trump platform that are very, very scary. And um, I, I do believe every single speaker, and there were some amazing speakers. And I watched both conventions, so we've talked about the others. I don't even think I'm partial. Um, but they had some really good speakers that laid down. I think Bloomberg really sealed the deal for me. Bloomberg was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to pick the saner choice. I also feel that I walked away feeling very American, very love of the country. Inspired. And, 
inspired and 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 just it was a very positive movement that the DNC put in comparison to the fear um, that I felt. I was I was very anxious and and I felt scared every time I listened to them talk. Um, it was very negative, and so I do believe that positive will always beat out the negative. And how about Michelle's speech? Oh my God, Michelle for president, I think is what I tweeted out as she was speaking. I think that. Um, Melania has a good speech to plagiarize for next time. Um, <laughs> some new material. No, but she was You know inspired. her website got good. taken down, right? Did you hear that? Oh, it got taken down like immediately after they posted that she had gotten a degree and some fat, fact checkers looked up that she didn't. Yeah. 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 But she tweeted her, out her last website night. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tweeted out last night saying that the website was created in 2012 and that's no longer who she stands and believes in. And that's why oh. it was taken down. And really? what I also don't like, and you you watch Scandal. I mean, not Scandal. Well, Scandal too, but um, House of Cards. I, I binged that right. the whole entire weekend, the whole 12 episodes this weekend. And um, the one part that the Republican candidate, I can't think of his name right now, said during the convention, we don't normally tend to talk, but here he was in front of the Democratic convention talking about the their ISIL, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that made me just think, like, why isn't Trump just shutting up? Like, just just give her her space. Give the Democrats their time. I thought it was very tacky, all the moves that they're putting out there. Yeah. um, I also read that there were some people – oh, it was Bill O'Reilly who was just like, you know, I get that Michelle said that that White House was built by slaves, but they weren't all slaves, and the slaves that they did have working on it – were treated nicely, like they were fed oh, well. well. Fed. So, well yeah, fed stop complaining. Yeah, and had good lodging too. And it's just like it doesn't take away from the fact that they were still slaves, yo. Like, come on, give me a break. Yeah. It's it's just yeah. really really crazy. But how awesome is it that as of Tuesday, that glass ceiling has been bursted right open by Hillary Clinton. Oh, I made my children watch the nomination. Um, I think that it's a, a critical moment. They, they'll never forget, maybe in a couple years during a history class in high school or something, that their mother forced them to watch it. But it's just something that we never got to watch. I remember watching Obama and being so excited that uh, the first right. black president was nominated, you know? Um, and so I think that history is being made, and it's, it's an amazing time for little girls and little boys to see this. Yeah, because, you know, I posted on Facebook yesterday. It's always so – it's always uh, such a, such a you know, toss in the air, like what's going to resonate and what's not on social media. And yesterday I snagged it off of one of my friend's uh, timeline, and it was a picture of a little white boy that's in the top the, – the caption said, um, being, being president since – and the little white boy underneath is it's in 1768, and then it had a little black boy, and it said since 2008, and then now it had a little girl, and it said since Tuesday, right? And I walked away from my Facebook or what have you, and then all of a sudden I, I went and checked it maybe like two or three hours later. I had so many likes. I had so many people commenting like, where did you get this? Who was the artist? Can I share it? Um, and then I saw like it had a, a lot of shares, and yeah, it, it made me feel good, right? It made me feel good, like wow, I do have a crowd of friends that believe in you know democracy and the possibility of what if, despite the fact that I know that there's some people. Because come on, you and I both are, are have to be real about this. There have to be some hidden Trump supporters in our timeline, right? They're just like scared to like oh, mine you know, are not show hidden. It. They're not hidden. <laughs> you had a situation yesterday. I was going to say, do you want to share the situation that yeah, you yeah, totally yeah, yeah, took care of for me? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, I think you should. I mean, all of a sudden now you have fans, like real friends of mine, like want to be Nando friends. So tell tell everyone about it. It was a good story. So yesterday I'm I'm chatting with Celinda, you know, through through um, Facebook Messenger, and then she's like, somebody just left a really rude comment on one of my posts. So I went on there, and Celinda had posted a video of Hillary Clinton, and it said, I'm with her, and somebody just left this rude comment, all caps, like she's effing psychopath, she's crazy, people don't realize this, da da da, in all caps, right? And then there's Linda Roback saying, you know, listen, I've seen your content. It's 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 always been, you know, riddled with X, Y, and Z, but I've never said anything. I respect your view, but like this is my wall. Like don't come at me with this. And the woman rolled back um, like again, yelling. Well, I thought that this, you know, we could have a dialogue and this and this and that. But you and I both know that that wasn't a dialogue. That was just like a listen to me. That was like a Trump moment, right? There was Where, nothing like, debate... I could say to her, you know. And hey, let's also point out that she is a neighbor, lives about four or five houses down from me. I have to see her every day at the bus stop. They, I'm reprieved until September, thankfully, but. I wanted to be keeping the peace. I didn't want to like get ambushed over the gardenias. Right, but then, but then you had somebody, one of your friends, put on there like, "Yo, this is not a dialogue. Like you're going crazy a little bit." And then I wrote, "Like who is this person? Like why do they feel the need to like scream and yell and blah blah?" blah. You and I, Celinda, have so many disagreements on, on on a lot of topics, but we ne- never take it to this level. And then she wrote me back saying, well, let me tell you who I am. I'm someone that blah, 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 and she doesn't need you backing up her play. And then it's funny because just last week we talked about, like, what is ride or die, right? And I responded with, like, no, I do need to back her play because I'm a ride or die person. And so she always knows I have her back. Um, And then I think after that, what did she do after that comment came out? Oh, she blocked me. No, she blocked me. That was the end. And so I will be hiding behind the gardenias on uh, August Well, hopefully she blocks you in real school. life, and then you don't have to worry about her. But I'll anyway, let's talk her. about – Well, okay, maybe you can wear a, a Hillary mask over your, your face. All right, so it is, time, it is time to move over from the headline section of the podcast and talk about, like, our main topics that we, that we put out there. And the first one is your dating life. Okay, so I went on a date yesterday because so she inspired me last week, and um, so I went yesterday. Really nice place. I, I will. I'm a little hesitant to go full, you know, full detail on you guys, but I will say he was very good looking, very smart, articulate. He had flowers. He brought a bouquet and was waiting. Isn't for me, that sweet? I, I thought that super was super nice. nice. Like a super nice touch. And I want to say the two hours flew by. We got along really well. Um, and he texted me when he got home, so we'll see. Like, I hate getting all, like, you know, like, uh, pressed like a panini, um, but it did go really well. (laughs) So here's the thing, right? Right before your date, you were texting me, and I told you, keep three things in mind on this date. You also called me a Debbie Downer and a complainer, so let's keep it real where my headspace was. I was like, do I go? Do I not? Right, and I said... And I said, and I said, you know, definitely go. And I said, I want you to keep three things in mind. That this date is only for three three reasons. One, you're gonna go and have fun. Two, you're gonna go and you're gonna learn more about him. And three, let him learn more about you. And if you keep these three things in mind, 
then you're going to have an okay time, and you're not stressing about, does he like me, do I like him, do this, this, and that, and that's exactly what happened, right? Like, you you had some fun, you learned about him, he learned about you, and and, and that's the way it should be. I just want to shout out Michael Heller, who just sent me a text, and he said, I'm not going to repeat the word, but he said, what a pee, flowers? So, Michael Heller, I thought it was very nice. I would think that you would be down for the flowers. You seem like a flowers kind of guy, actually. Well, we have someone on the line. We have someone on the line. Should we we let them come in? I don't know if it's Michael Heller or not. I bet you it is because he's over here hating on my flowers. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see who this is. All right. So let me see. Huh. Or do they get stage fright? No, it's so not. So I will say you while you're figuring that out, that the tips were really good. And so I felt very comfortable. I wasn't worried. I didn't feel anxious. And I just really enjoyed myself. So if I see him again, that's awesome. If I don't, that's also great. I think that it was just two hours really well spent. It wasn't like a bad date at all. Okay, good. Um, one of the things that I wanted to move on to as well besides dating is uh, beauty, right? So like beauty tips and, and all of that. And the reason I brought it up is because I got I have a reoccurring um, humongous mutant zit that comes what like when I stress it? out big time. Well I called it big Bethany, red? but then you you called it big red. <laughs> like I've been calling it I've been calling her Bethany for the longest time. because um, I've had her for about six, seven years already. And so it's a monster. Um, Yeah. No, it, it is. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I think I – think, okay, so the point is um, I went to the dermatologist, and he immediately worked his magic like he knows me already, and he, you know, shot me up with, like, cortisone, and then he saw a couple of other spots, like, these are about to come out, and shot it in. So I just – you know, and, and then when I told you, you were just like, what? You went to go get, you know, your zit shot in? And I think that people don't realize is that there's several quick fixes that you can that you can have for yourself when you're in these predicaments, you know? Um, luckily that this is a podcast, but here at work, like, I don't want to be seen with this, like, humongous mutant zit on my face. So I immediately call up my dermatologist, and, and he's like, yep, I can see you. Um, and so the number one beauty tip that I have for people or the number one beauty fail is that you don't have a good relationship with your dermatologist. Some of some of you don't even have a dermatologist and you want to keep these things, you know, at at hand when these situations happen. Linda. So anyway, um, the other thing that we wanted to, you know, uh, talk about was definitely um, when when the first time that I actually went and spoke, the first time that I actually uh, went in and I and I met my dermatologist, right? And um, it was really funny because I, I it was right before my wedding. It was like three years ago, and what happened was. I went in, and I just needed some Botox, right? Everybody knows I get Botox. And um, so I went in, and I was really excited, but I was nervous at the same time. It was my first time, and he said to me, um, what can I help you with? And I said, well, I just wanted to get some Botox. And he was just like, is that it? Because I see a lot of things going on that I think you should address. And I was like, I can't believe you just said this. Um, 
So he, uh, I, I didn't know if I was going to like him or not. But everything, you know, everything turned out. Everything was good. And uh, he obviously, you know, ended up being, like, my favorite person because now, you know, when I go in, you know, we chat and we talk. And I remind him, remember when you basically made me feel like I was the hunchback of Notre Dame, um, although he claims that that was never true, but we all know that it was, right? Uh, so that's that's hilarious. So, guys, you Make sure and keep these things in mind when you've got, you know, these huge zits or you need Botox or, or whatever. Uh, now I want to open up the phone lines to people, right? So what do you, what's sparking in your mind? Like what do you want to talk about? So give us a call. We're going to open up the call, the call line here pretty soon. The number to call is 425-292-4444. Um, definitely we have... We have Celinda. Oh, here we go. Let me see here. We had a couple of issues. Here we go. So, where are we? Here we go. Hello, are you back on? <laughs> we seem to be having some issues. Um, here we go. Here's someone. Turn back on. Oh my God! Hey, Am I on? There you are. There you I are. I have there never felt so centered in my life. Like I have been <laughs> talking to myself first of all, and I have, and I was like, is he ignoring me the whole time? And then all of a sudden, I got kicked out. So. I feel like two points about your dermatologist and we move on to something else. You forgot to tell the world how, like, apparently he's good-looking. And second of all, that you drive, like, miles to get to him. <laughs> so I think these are critical pieces to your beauty regimen. That you go no, hard No, he, he really is. Okay, so let's go over to um, our, next, our next topic, which is tell us something about your kids. Tell you okay, so um, have you heard have you heard of the pill? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so my cousin, one of my uh, very close cousins, is getting married next Saturday, and the kids are obsessed. It's their first wedding. They're they're just obsessed with the fact, and like you know, she's gonna start kissing this guy, and then she's gonna start having babies, and we don't want more babies. And just like obsessed. Every day we talk about it, and out of nowhere, uh, Brady says to me. Um, I'm sure you know about this already, Mom. And I'm like, okay, and bracing myself because he's always a firecracker. But there's this pill you can take that you just you take it, and then no babies happen. And my face went white because I'm not ready to talk about birth control. I have no idea how he figured this out. So I kind of walk away, go laugh in the bathroom, come back, and he shares that one of his little friends taught him that, but he doesn't know anything else about it. Um, he's eight. Anyone else dealing with this? Isn't this crazy? Yeah, it's 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 totally. Uh, but they keep you on your toes. Yeah, they do. I had um, we had that same little friend over on Wednesday, and we were watching the convention, or I was, and it was they were in the background having a dance off or something, and uh, the little boy said he obviously was very well informed in the politics. Meanwhile, I will take credit that my kids super aren't. Um, and he educated my children on Trump, and I will say my kids are now 
total Trump haters. <laughs> um, but he had some really good points. He, he talked about immigration reform, and he talked about hatred and racism, and he knew everything about how Trump feels about Black Lives Matter. And I was like, wow, his parents are doing a really good job, and I felt slightly like I could be doing better. So um, he was, it was That's a very always, eye-opening experience. That's always the case. You look outside into someone else's and you're like, oh, I could do a little bit better, which brings me to my really quick next topic, which is actually um, a, a career tip for people, right? I had a conversation with um, a, a friend, I'm going to say like two, three weeks ago, and he, 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 was, he was out of a job. He was out of a job. He'd been working at a place for about a year and a half, and um, he really loved it. And I remember when he first got the job, and he was so excited about it. And all of a sudden, you know, he started texting less. He started, you know, being on uh, Facebook less, all this and that. So he, he got so wrapped up into the company. And then now, a year and a half later, the company let him go. So my number one question for him was, in this year and a half, how did you network? Like, where, where are you with your network? And his response was like, well, I didn't network. I was just too busy working. So I, my response back was, see, that's what happens. That's the problem sometimes is when you dedicate your, your entire life, your entire being, your entire passion to a company or the work, and, and you fail to do the other pieces. Because having a job and doing your work is just one piece of your career, right? You have to exactly. network. In four situations like this, because had he networked in this year, year and a half, he would have so many things, so many options going on. So my tip to everyone is it's great. You've been at your company a year, two years, five years, whatever. Keep networking because you never know where that next opportunity is going to come in, and, and you're never going to know how fast you're going to need that next opportunity. You know? Absolutely. So don't and, fail to network. No, and don't fail to reach out to people um, even if your company is super siloed, right? Um, I, I, I've worked for companies that are uh, everybody stay in your lane type of environments, and mm -hmm. um, it's, it's up to you to go champion your work and make friends, especially if you're a work-from-home employee like myself, because you never know what will happen in your career, when you'll need, when this cool project will come around and you'll get tapped on the shoulder because you've made intros. And so I say dedicate at least an hour or two a month into reaching out to right. someone you don't normally talk to. All right. Um, listen, we have Shoshi on the line. Shoshi? Yes. Hey. Oh, my God. We can, we can kiss our, our technical difficulties goodbye. Shoshi, get us ready for the weekend. Yolanda Shoshana is our resident psychic, and she's Hello. here to give us our, our weekend reading. So we're all for it. All right. So this weekend, everybody, um, cards and the energy says to chill. <laughs> um, do something that's going to relax you, whether you just sit on the couch or you go garden, uh, take a walk, even if you go to the beach. It's really about relaxing your mind so that you can calm down and recenter yourself. We've all been running our ragged. Energy's been a little bit funky, a little bit better this week, but now it's time to just chill. Whether it's Netflix chill and other things, or Hulu and chill, whatever it is, just relax and be with yourself this weekend. Yeah. Nice. So, so pay, pay ourselves a little bit of attention. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, relax, relief, I like to say, just relax. 
I was Darn just it. watching episodes. I was just watching episodes of a different world, and that actually came up yesterday. <laughs> Relax, relate, release. Anyway, um, so Shoshi, uh, thank you. I'm going to keep that in mind for this weekend. Um, if you guys want to get a personal reading from uh, Yolanda, make sure you go to her website, which is YolandaShoshana.com. It is mm-hmm. in the details of the podcast, and what we've been doing as well is doing a quick recap blog and we embed the podcast as well and Yolanda's uh, website will be in there as well. You definitely want to get a reading from her. Um, she's definitely one of the best out there and um, she always keeps it She always keeps it real. Yeah. I'm calling you, girl. I oh, think I need girl. one for August. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for you. All right, Shoshi, thank you. We will tune in to you next week. Okay, great. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so that that puts me in a good space, you know, just to chill. Maybe that's I won't your MO, though. Like, you love trying. to chill. And I'll tell you, we do have a caller on the line that's dying to get up in here. We do. Okay, here here we are. Caller, you are on the air. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Hey there. Hey, guys. It's Michael Heller. Yes, it was me on Michael the phone earlier. Heller. <laughs> I think Nando, it's your fault Linda. that he hung up on me, by the way. You made him nervous. I did. I'm sorry about that, Nando. <laughs> Your presence. I'm, I'm Your a, presence alone I'm approachable. Like, does things I'm to approachable. me. You know? Just come in, give me a big hug. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. So, so Michael, you, you guys hit on a, what do you got you for guys us? Hit on a couple, uh, you guys hit on a couple of topics. I'm like shot out of a cannon this morning. So, first of all, Selinda, the dude's flowers. Uh, come on. He's making us all look bad. We're, you know, he shows up with flowers. How how is anybody supposed to compete with this guy in, to, in, in terms of dating Salendo if he's bringing flowers? Don't be a hater. This is a good first move for this guy. I think so, too. Check check, check for, for him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, he's, okay. and by gotta... the way, big breaking news, he's older than me. He's not younger, which is a big first. <laughs> Okay. Think about it this sure. way as well. Like in the recruiting world, right? When you're interviewing, when you're interviewing, you want to stand out in a positive way. I think that this was a positive move for him to definitely stand out. And that what is it? The forty plus messages you get per week, Selinda? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. You know what? I what maybe maybe I'm warm I'm warming up to the, the the fact of flowers. So, do you guys know when the last time I brought my wife flowers was? Yesterday. No, I was, I in the 80s? I was asking you. I don't. Re- I don't remember, right? In the oh, 80s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so the the next thing I wanted to bring up was uh, the DNC. You guys were talking about that a little bit earlier, and um, yeah. maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Uh, admittedly, registered Republican, right here, and I got to tell you that I I don't think I'm voting with my party this time around. And um, there's a number of reasons why, but the biggest thing that you guys brought up that's really important to me, and Celinda and I have had this conversation a little bit, but I have a a daughter. I have one child. She's 15 years old. And the thing that I try to impress upon her so much is you need to be independent. I don't want you to go to college to get your MRS degree. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. No. What's an MRS? You don't. Oh, MRS, Mrs. Degree. Go find your husband and go live the life of a – Good. No, 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 no. I want her to be independent. I want her to be able to make her own decisions, to do her own thing. And for her to see that a woman can be in the White House, first of all, everybody's saying, look how far we've come. (laughs) I still feel like we're a little bit behind a lot of countries out there who have had women in politics already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. 
and and I think it's fantastic, and I think this is a great thing, and I, I really do uh, appreciate the messages. Um, you know, it'll be real interesting to see debates and to to I I think watch Donald Trump implode a little bit. Look, like I said, you know, I I I like conservatism for lots of different reasons. Some things I don't like about the Republican Party, but, um, you know, that's why we have chocolate and vanilla and strawberry ice cream. Not everybody's going to agree on everything, right? Agreed. No, definitely. And I like what you just said, which is basically you're not voting party, you're voting for the country, which is, I think that's what made me, that's what made me immediately be able to say, okay, I'm with her despite, you know, X, Y, and Z. So, no, I, I, I really appreciate that coming from, you know, from, from a registered Republican. Right. And and I've always been that way. You know, I want to hear who I think is going to be best. You know, years ago, probably before you guys could vote, I was I voted for Ross Perot because I thought that he could dig us out of a of a really serious um, employment problem that we had. So, yeah, I, rem- I remember good old Ross from Texas. Um, yeah, here's exactly. here's. Another person who is making – and he made headlines after he did that big flub. Uh, he made a joke, and then all of a sudden he was out, out of the race. But another person who just made, who's making headlines now is Rob Kardashian. So, Linda, walk us into this Kardashian minute. Oh, of course. So apparently there's two sides to this story, but all hell broke loose on the Internet when Rob Kardashian – absolutely deleted all his Instagram with the exception of one of his chubby face pics. But now if you go on there, that's gone too. Um, And all this broke out due to on-air or, you know, videotaped fight where him and Black China got into it. But do not fear, fans, because they were back on. Everything's back to normal. You know Um, Kris Jenner got in there and fixed it all up because there's money to be made. Oh, there's a wedding, there's a baby coming. You know, they have like five shows lined up. But from what oh. I heard, and I think we read this at what, Us Weekly, um, mm-hmm. that Rob is controlling her now. She she passed, She needs to hand over passwords or she's not getting that Kardashian name. So something well, a story to watch. To, yeah, if she wants to make that Kardashian money, she's got to be under that Kardashian control. So anyway, yeah. guys, thank you for tuning in today. We want you to come back next week, share this. You know, we are on iTunes. Uh, hit us up with a review. You know, we definitely would appreciate that. And for next time, be on the phones, be on the phone line ready, 929-477-1955. We really appreciate, you know, you guys tuning in and, and giving us topics to talk about. Some of you leaving messages on Facebook. Some of you are emailing us. Um, but we appreciate it. And thanks to Michael Heller for joining us. And I also want to say really quickly, I am hiring a branding specialist for my team. If you want to know more about it, just tweet me at Celinda Appleby, and I'll share some details. And tweet me at Nandoism, N-A-N-D-O-I-S-M, and let's spark up the conversation. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.